Rebranding as Aspie Gab, and you know us as Aspie Girl Gab, but with a lot of changes going on, you know the whole the whole point was Aspie Girl Gab. Girls present different on the spectrum. Um, girls on the spectrum are usually diagnosed later in life. So the whole thing being, it was Aspie Girl Gab. Um, but as Fox and I just kind of started having conversations and things that they're going through and whatnot, and we also talk about mental health and everything else, we figured let's just pull the gender out and rebrand as Aspie Gab. So it's been a lot going on. We've moved. Well, I'm in the same state, but you moved. So as usual, I mean, there's probably a ton this episode isn't really, we don't have a name for this, do we? Because we're really not talking about anything but where the hell we've been this whole time. So Yeah, it's yeah, it's basically more like an update episode. Right. That there's a ton of updates. So basically you were living we were all living at some point down in southwest Florida. And I had moved, Fox had stayed to finish some school and had braces and all that other stuff with my parents and now, um, because you've been in Florida since you were 14 months old, so you, even though you were born in Kentucky, you're basically, you know, uh, a Floridian. Florida yeah, you're a Floridian, seriously. So how, so we're in the summer now. It's it's hot up here, but it's nowhere near as hot as it is in Florida. I, I know my poor Florida friends down there right now are screaming for some st- for some snow. I see it all over my Facebook. I hate laughing, but you know what? You choose to, to live there. So you got to deal with the heat. Um how was your first winter up here? <laughs> well, it was actually quite amazing. As, especially when I got up here like during somewhere around like kind of almost like a late fall. Oh yeah, fall. Almost. You never had seasons. But- Exactly. And that was like my first time seeing actual fall trees. I'm like, is, is this a dream come true? Am I actually seeing changing seasons? I, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I got nothing against the state I was raised in. It's just that it would be nice to see some fall or winter from time to time. It all changes. But, I mean, you, you drove through, you guys drove through Tennessee, Kentucky, and it was in October. So were the leaves, the leaves were changing at that point, right? Yeah, and I was like, oh my goodness gracious, are those actual fall trees? It's crazy, you know, because when you did have to come up for um, equal time, equal time share, when you guys were real little for Kentucky, it was only summer and then every other Christmas. So you really never had a spring or a fall. In all reality, you'd never seen that before. Yeah, like... The only two seasons I knew were, of course, summer and winter, but it was mostly summer most yeah. of the time. Yeah, winter, cause... I didn't know very well. No, because by the time, again, you were only up in Kentucky for two weeks, it was every other Christmas, you know, every other winter, and 
it's not a full winter that you're experiencing there. Sometimes there'd be snow and whatnot, but it wasn't like a full winter. Um, <clears throat> and you were nine, eight or nine by the time you stopped going up in the winters. Well, you stopped going at all uh, when I got full custody. So, yeah. Um, you saw what for the first time? Didn't you talk about sunflower fields and stuff like that? <laughs> yes. And, of course, I remember, like... You know, and up here, like, throughout somewhat of the days and weeks, I can see cornfields right. growing. <laughs> and, like Right now. And it's, yeah, plus, like, right before the move, like, things got a bit crazy. Like, you know, back in September of last year, I'm sure, um, I'm sure some people out there might know what I'm talking about, like, the huge storm, Hurricane Ian. Yeah. Like, Our right before, exactly, right before, you know, I thought, well, Florida's sending me off with a bang, and yeah, basically... With, with a big F like, you. <laughs> yeah, Florida basically told me, like, I thought we had something. Yeah. And basically, it's just, well, I mean, there it was actually pretty scary, too, because, like, the very evening that we were without power... Um, let's just say my aunt, um, she had an antenna. You, you could have, like, a radio antenna <laughs> inside <school>. the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I didn't know you could do that inside the house. <laughs> but basically, um, we, the scariest thing I heard over the radio is, like, you know, the, it was the emergency response people saying that, you know, they couldn't get out there, even though they're getting, like, they were getting thousands of calls Oh, yeah. Of people bad. trapped in their homes, yeah. like, literally flooding, literally screaming and crying for help. But they say, like, they, they told them, like, they can't. It's too dangerous for the rescue yeah. teams to go out there right now. And I know they should have evacuated when they were told to, but sometimes, you know, it just, it, it makes well, me kind of feel bad for them. But luckily, some people actually did make it out alive because they literally, some of them had boats. So all they had to do was just make their way outside to their boats and then just wait out the storm inside that boat that they have. Um, and some of them just managed to make it out somehow. But the it's death crazy. toll, the death, the death toll was crazy. Like, you should have seen the, the count yeah. of deaths in Lee County. That's where I was. Yeah. And, like, I was just, like... The road in our neighborhood was flooding, but luckily, Floridarian is made of sand. And even though we didn't have any drainage, um, and even though the road, the road got flooded, it's, it got quickly sucked up by the ground. So, I'm just thankful, you know, we, we made it out of that alive. But the following morning when I looked outside, like, I just saw my childhood neighborhood look different. Like... A tornado like a large tornado just went through the neighborhood and it even literally uprooted um one of our neighbor's trees and we, we lost a screen but thankfully most of the house was unharmed I'm <clears throat> you know I, I lived in that house when my dad retired from the Air Force and we moved down there in 19 well we moved down in 1989 we rented a house for a year I think or whatever but we ended up buying that house that you guys were in that my parents just sold last year by the way um that's why 
you know, my mom's from, we're in the Columbus area, but my mom's from this area, has family up here. So, you know, Fox was down there, you know, finishing some school and again, had braces on and everything. So we didn't want to move. Uh, we didn't want you to move in the middle of that, but they signed, it was crazy. So the house, they sold the house and actually closed the closing the actual close they they signed the paperwork and everything the day the day before it hit but the closing was the day that was at hurricane ian it hit um they closed that day on the house it was insane i had so many friends down there that lost everything i had several that lived down um not actually on the beach but down near fort myers beach and lost their entire house um it was crazy i don't understand now you know your first hurricane was in 2004 you were two and that was hurricane charlie and we were over at cape coral high school uh we didn't we didn't go to cape coral high school as a shelter until it hit cat four i think because it jumped from like a two to a four it was insane at the last minute but yeah, so Ian, I don't understand. It's so all the hurricanes we've been through, we've lost power. But where we sit, and we're like seven feet above sea level, so we are in a you know we were in a flood zone. Um, how we didn't lose, you know, my dad had a metal roof on there as well, so we didn't have shingles. But how, like, how we didn't have any damage, and like, explain what you went through, like, because you rode through it, so you have that experience. You know, you can talk about that experience. Um, I mean, how was the wind? Like, how, it had to be yeah, that wall, well, that eye wall went right over. Let, Cape let's Coral. just say the wind started out like as it slowly came towards us. Um, let's just say it was like slow at first, then it slowly started to pick up to basically like a giant fan almost blowing in your face. And that's when, you know. <laughs> Like, I was told by, um, I think it was either one of my grandparents or my aunt. They said, holy cow, the trees are uprooting. And I'm like, what? And basically, I realized that Ian was basically Charlie's angrier older brother. Like, <laughs> coming back. Yeah, coming. <laughs> it was way coming back. Too. Yeah, way vengeance. bigger. Like you, they have survived my little brother, but you will not survive me. And basically, it's. But basically, it was very horrific, especially Fort Myers Beach, because seeing the aft, seeing the yeah. aftermath and such, like it looked yeah. absolutely destroyed. And that was my favorite beach too. Like I used to go to that beach, and I and I. It, just seeing all of the sh stores and homes in shambles. Yeah. And there was also somewhere online, some storm chasers literally caught footage of how dangerous it was. Like a house literally got swept out. And. Oh, yeah. Whole buildings, restaurants. Re uh, Hooters yeah, was floating down even Astero Boulevard. Sanibel was even Hooters. purged. And, well. Oh, well, and people were, people, some people stayed out on Sanibel and they shouldn't have because there, I have a, a friend, um, who works on the police force, a friend, a friend, you know, a friend of a friend, I don't want to name any names, but they, you know, 
they were pulling bodies out of the mangroves out there. It, it was horrific. Yeah, Absolutely horrific, well, the people that right stayed out after, on that island. Like, after seeing the outside during the morning after the storm, like I went back inside the house and yeah, and basically I saw that, you know, well, at least me and my family are still alive. We're still okay. And when some, you know, when some of our friends and family came over to check on us, I was very relieved to see them, to see that they also made it through okay, because I was also worried about them, and, you know. Yeah, I, I, you know, because we were up in Toledo, and at that time, and, um, you know, I couldn't, was I up until, I think we were up until, yeah, couldn't reach you guys. You know, because you guys were, they, they had to bring some portable Actually, cell phone towers or something. Yeah, I mean, it well, was, it was nuts. Once they found out that it there was, was a worse. service yeah, issue with everybody's cell phones, um, I think T-Mobile teamed up yeah. with SpaceX to kind of use, like, a satellite to produce the service until oh, yeah. they could get the service towers back up. That's right. That's right. That's right. And, you know, I mean, obviously they're, yeah. you know, it's over there in Florida as well. Um, SpaceX and everything. So, yeah, I mean, it was, the it was nice Guard that they were supporting. The National Guard came down. They brought food, water, um, and mostly yeah. MREs and such. And basically, <laughs> yep. our power company was just horrible. The other power companies were doing fine, but it's basically like they were kind of making us wait for a very long time, for almost about a week. And we finally got, you know, our power back. Like, we were relieved. Like, such... Well, they didn't, they, so when, when past hurricanes went through, again, this was back in 04, when Hurricane Charlie came through, we, we had electric companies from all over the country come down, um, to help. And they would contract these companies, you know, pay them for this help. And, um, and I guess they didn't want to do that this time or something. I don't understand. Again, I had lived there for so long been through so many hurricanes I was not understanding what the issue was that they didn't want the help they didn't want to pay for it or something I don't know but yeah it was um you guys it, you guys were out of power for way too long Charlie was about seven days and that was with help I, I think you guys were what 10 no it, it was about a week 10 days because something well, like that? basically yeah, the Florida governor was literally calling them out. I feel like it was out. longer. But, so they yeah. knew that if they were called out on media, then they couldn't wait oh, any yeah, longer. Otherwise, their company <laughs> could have got shut down. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, yeah, it was, it, it was kind of funny in a way where, again, you know, my parents had owned this. They were down there for 31 years, and... Uh, it was literally a big F you. We're like, are you serious? You know, because again, we were selling this house and again, and we were selling it to a good friend's mom that was coming down from Washington State. And the last thing we wanted was, you know, we close on a house and then the house gets destroyed and she has nothing or, you know, it, it was just really, it was really um, stressful <laughs> besides not being able to be in contact with you guys as well. But so... We don't have to worry about that, but what did you experience? Was it, was it in the spring? 
that you experienced here? Something what, during for the first spring? time? What was it? <laughs> this yeah. Here, yeah, the sirens. Remember? Yeah, and then I saw swirly clouds. Your first tornado sirens. And I'm like, holy cow, it's a tornado! And actually, it did make me realize, like tornadoes and such. Like, because I'm not in Florida anymore, it's not as easy to prepare for as, like, a hurricane. Hurricanes, you can yeah. prep for, like, two to three days before. You can stock up before all the panic buyers. And <laughs> yep. Don't get me started about panic buyers in Florida. Um, but basically, yeah, it was. it's worse yeah, than, it was bad. you know, regular panic buying. But basically... Um, I formed a bit of an emergency go bag. I already put some, I already put like three bottles of water and some emergency food, first aid, a flashlight, and of course I put some extra clothes in there, you know, because you'll never know when you need to probably evacuate, leave the house. Yep, yep. I have, um, I have a safe that has it's fireproof flood proof everything but it's it can be picked up it's got um it's heavy but it's got everything in there like important papers and whatnot that you don't want to leave so kind of everything's in one place but you know we have a basement now and that's something we didn't have in florida <laughs> so but yeah the tornado sirens was fox's first and we're probably the only idiots um out on the back deck you know while they're going off waiting to see a tornado now we were stationed in um when i was a kid we were stationed in grand forks air force base so i lived through a lot of that we've had tornadoes and we had to go to the basement a lot so it's nothing new to me but for you it was definitely different than the hurricanes but um we were all excited yay our first tornado yeah i have that on video somewhere i'll have to share it on facebook it's you're in the background saying my first tornado warnings or something like that. It was funny. Um, <laughs> so what else well, is different? Well, the, yeah, the, up here the since old you moved. I mean, you're older now I see, too. Like the old buildings and such, and oh. of course, there's um, the area that I like to take walks on. Like there's a preserve um and of course mm -hmm. walking through there is the only way to get to the town in walking distance because they didn't bother to put a sidewalk on the bridge but basically you know i just it's like this bridge a cover bridge that they built in the 1800s and it's nice to walk through however i find that walking through the winters and such is a bit better so i don't have to worry about the gigantic spooters or any other bugaboos. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> but spooders. basically, um, um, let's, my yeah. turn for spider. Um, but basically, <laughs> um, basically, <laughs> yeah. And um, I just like to sometimes go down to the town and maybe, you know, like there's a cupcake place. They do great cupcakes. My favorite is the cookie dough one where the cupcake has a filling of cookie dough and cookie dough icing oh. topped with a piece of cookie. And, you know, like, but I decided, like, last time I've been there, I tried the birthday cake one because I like to change it up every now and then. Of course, I get my grandparents' cupcakes, their favorite kinds, every time I go there. So when I plan on going there, um, I kind of tend to ask my grandparents, you know, it's, 
you know, I'm going to be there anyway. I'll, I'll just see if they want some cupcakes. Um, and there's also like a little antique store. Well, actually, there's two of them, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like there was the. Uh, oh, is there? Yeah, there was. Yeah, there's two of them. I was trying to. I can't. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. Sticks and I was Stone say, I can't Studios, think of the names I of them, think. But... And then there's Corner Smith. That's where huh. I got my coffee mug, actually, from Corner Smith. Um, and. It, yeah, it's a very charming place. It's very, it's very oh, nice. Okay. It's got a calming atmosphere too. Um, and then I gotta go down to the wigwam. It's a classic. Oh, wigwam. Oh, oh. Wig, wigwam, wigwam. Yeah, it's like this classic. Yep, that's how it's pronounced. Wigwam. <laughs> um, but basically, it's like this classic breakfast diner. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> that's down there. They're open during breakfast hours. Uh, my, one of my grandparents already been there, so I'm thinking about going down there sometime to check it out. And there's also that pizza place. They, they do both pizzas and subs. Um, and then, yeah, the only mm -hmm. places I've been down the to in one. the town so far is one of the antique places and the cupcake place. Um, cause I don't, I'm not, I'm still not familiar with you know everything yet but i am used to walking down to the town you know yeah. i like to call it my social skills outing you know like to go down and such i used to do it back down in florida oh, yeah. during my north port during the north port era that's what i call it um yep yeah i well <laughs> that's back era. when i used to yeah you go to wendy's by yourself like i i can i still eat fish i still eat fish it's just yeah like i don't eat like land meat i it's well there's a name for well, that too so it's not vegetarian but there's a name for people who only eat veggies and fish well i prefer like i still eat other foods there you go. <laughs> and fish i just don't eat land meat so i think i i just call my diet like the mediterranean almost like what the ancient greeks did almost yeah you don't yeah. eat anything with legs. Um, You're a leg-free diet. <laughs> um, it's kind of gross. Yeah, though. basically, it's just, you know, I used to go down there. Um, I mostly made sure to let them know, like, it's to go, and I did my order. And, of course, sometimes me and my sibling would go down there and get Frosties. I mean, it was actually, you know, a nice oh, yeah. once-in-a-while yep. treat, and it was good for me to practice. Like, slowly I developed being less shy and such and that was actually good mm -hmm. for me because like i know my shyness has a tendency to kind of get in the way yeah. of you know but and it's not it's not just shyness i think it's my autism it's the how your brain yeah how the brain is pulling in all that information at once yeah, like, and overload I'm trying to tell and... myself like i know this is overwhelming it, yeah. for you but you have to learn. You have to pull through. Like, you literally have to do an army crawl yeah. across the floor just to get to your goal. <laughs> For Frosty. <laughs> well, you know, and that's what Temple Grandin always talked about. I mean, that's why I love the movie that they did so much because it explains, and it kind of reminds me of a lot of things of you. When 
Temple Grandin first would try to go into town to the store by herself. And there were these automatic doors that open up. Not push doors. They're like automatic slide doors that kind of slide open. And it freaked her out. And she'd step in and step out and step in. You know, just like. But, it, but she pushed forward and did it. And then the more she would go to that store, it didn't bother anymore. So it's those things for you guys that, you know, you have to process that stuff. It's not something that you just learn like a kid's like, you know, people like me as a kid, you're, you're walking in with your parent. You see your parents going through there and you're like, oh, it's okay because you're watching other people do it. But that's not how you guys, you can watch, but you, your brain's in like overload, like, you yeah, know, plus, what is going on and the noise like, and all that stuff. So. You know, it's just... Like, the past times or months that ever since I've been up here, like, I pretty much made a lot of progress. Like, in, yeah. I am currently in therapy, um, you know, mostly for what's been going on with me personally. Um, I'm, I'm sure you, you guys pretty much know that already. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, I've been talking with my therapist, and everything's actually been going great. It's really helping me out, and... Like, it's not just the autism, it's also the other thing that's going on. Yeah, yeah, the the gender dysphoria. Um, but I think a lot of people need therapy. Yeah, like, before, therapy, the, even if it's here's once a month. one thing I've learned yeah. in life. Before you assume anything, like, always talk to an expert about these things. Maybe even do some research. But, like, before you jump to any, like, conclusions, like, therapy is highly recommended for mostly about a year or two. It depends on how long it kind of takes, but I would recommend therapy because it yeah. really helps you find yourself. Yeah. And, you know, talking to a professional about it can also, it, it just really helps. Like, you know, my aunt, like, like therapy really helped her out. And now mm -hmm. it's really helping me out. Yeah. So, like, guy, like guys, mm -hmm. yeah. if, like, you know, if you think something, you know, might be going on, it doesn't hurt to get into therapy because that's what they're there for. They're there to talk to you. They're there to help you out. Yeah, and a lot of them specialize in certain, I, I mean, your therapist is even autistic. I believe she's on the spectrum. Um, so it's kind of cool to, you know, actually talk to somebody that's been through that. Now I know a lot of, uh, just for example, like, uh, therapists that, or people, people that work in, um, drug rehabs or things like that. A lot of those people are past addicts that have been through that. So, you know, going to a therapist that actually specializes in, you know, what you're going through and even more so that they themselves have gone through that, um, I think is a huge plus, but I think everybody should have somebody that they can talk to. That's not in the family. That's not a friend. That's kind of out here on the side and, and can, you know, you can work through things through journaling and things like that. And of course, going into therapy, they're not there to fix everything. They can, they can come to you 50%, but then you have to do the other 50% of the work. You can't just sit down and say, fix my problems. You know, you have to do the work as well. P 
period. And I know, because I'm actually finally found a counselor myself. Um, I used to go once a week after my second divorce, but um, the one I found here, I'd probably go like once a month, every three to four weeks. And, um, and I really like him. We just started, I've been in two sessions already, but it's, they're going to guide you. That's, that's what they're there for, to guide you, you, you know, and somebody to talk to. But again, it's not just a talk. Like you've got to go through the motions and work on things. They give you, you know, quote unquote homework basically is what it is. And you got to work on that. You have to do it. They're not going to, they can't do it, but they're there to guide you. So no, I definitely suggest that. Um, Real quick, when you were talking about down to, you know, the little town that we live in, do you know there's a National yeah, they say Barber like, Museum? Yeah, but they, yeah, and they did said, Did you see that? Well, <laughs> Next said, to the library? Recently, you know, because of current stuff, they take reservations or calls only. Oh. Well, I don't know. For the know. National Barber like, Museum? They have a website and such you can check out if you want to get updates on such. Oh. I don't know, maybe because you know what was spreading around, and I don't know if they've made any changes to, you know, private tours yet. Oh, probably. Yeah, it's probably changed now, now that it's not as rampant, but yeah. Huh. Yeah, no, I haven't been in that one, but our library sure is tiny as well. It's the smallest library that I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, so, but anyway, um... Is there anything else? So we talked about moving, the season, well, you know, everything that's been going on. You are now in, yeah, you're in line for what? The vocational yeah, rehab through Franklin now, County. So we're waiting been on going that. On, like with me kind of mentally, um, it's nothing bad. It's just, you know, kind of having talks with myself and my brain. Um, and sometimes it makes me feel better a bit too. But basically, you know, like with, you know, having to need all the like these resources and such and of course I know like I, I just I, I can't drive because it's a bit too overwhelming for me and if I'm not perfectly focused I could end up causing an accident and sometimes it makes me wonder like why like this these thoughts like pop up in my brain like why wasn't I born normal and what would my life be like if I was born normal or something? But then I was watching some videos and such, and they were talking about how, you know, aut like autism is more like, kind of almost like a superpower, or it gives you superpowers if you know your strong points. And I decided, you know, maybe I can create a list of my strong points and kind of go over them. So... I know that I have a big imagination and that really helps me to stay calm and at peace and you know it kind of helps me pull through when I feel overwhelmed you know like I just close myself off and then it kind of helps me be less overstimulated as long as I don't focus on the large crowd or the noise around me and basically I kind of find that as you know even though I get overwhelmed you know, my imagination always pulls me back to kind of save me from that. And it also helps me, like, be super creative and such. And it really kind of helps. And another one 
is me having the ability to learn to do stuff mm. simply just by watching other people do the stuff that I'm learning. Like, basically, through visual demonstrations, to be more precise. And, like, I, that's how I learned how to finger knit a beanie. Like, that's how I learned how to finger knit. That's how I'm learning. I'm also <laughs> looking up, you know, yep. car fixing tutorials. And they seem pretty understandable um, because they're mostly visual. They're mostly visual with how to fix the cars. And basically, that's also how I learned how to grocery shop. Because, you know, I watched you and, of course, my grandparents um, do it all the time. Like, mm -hmm. I noticed that they would form a list. And then they take that list to the store and then they cross off each item on that list, go to the cashier, pay for the groceries, and then I learned how to load the car, put the cart back, and then head home. It's, you know, like, yeah. I find that as probably the best superpower, quote-unquote, <laughs> um, that autism kind of gives me. And basically, there are others, but I'm just going to name those two for now because I'm <laughs> forgetting the others. Um... But basically, like, if some people start to question, like, why was I, why, what, like, what if I was born normal or something, or, you know, what if I, like, you know, like, what if, like, you know, like. Yeah. Exactly. My life it's would like, be boring. Okay, that's for sure. so it's almost like <laughs> you're in a society of sheep. And you have a group of sheep that are a yeah. little, just a little more different with their fluff. And basically, the other sheep don't like that because they <laughs> don't have that kind of fluff that kind of gives them, you know. Um, but basically, if it's basically like society today or like a small amount of society they're basically kind of spreading false information and such, and they're basically, you know, trying to bring back the stereotypical normal stuff. But basically, like, I don't think we should be spreading hate like this. It's not, it's, it's, it's not cool. And basically, like, there are, like, autism, I know, like, I get it, you don't understand it. I understand that we do things differently than you normals. That's what I call them. I know they're called neurotypicals, but, you know, <laughs> I just call them normals. Um, and basically, you know, it's just that autism can be a good thing. You just need to know, you need just need to get to know and kind of practice your strong points. And... Basically, those strong points are considered kind of quote-unquote superpowers that you were given at birth, which you probably had to get to know throughout your life to kind of understand them better. And I know we'll never fully understand autism because it's ongoing research because, you know, each person on the spectrum was kind of born with a bit of a, you know, different function, kind of, but... It's still, you know, yep. and to, what upsets me is that, you know, you see all these normals trying to develop these so-called treatments or even like they're saying, oh, we're close to discovering a cure. And I'm like, 
excuse you are you trying to yeah. make me a boring normal <laughs> heck no i do not want anything to do with your normal normalness like i do not want like i don't want to become a typical neurotypical and basically it's just you know like you know i'm a bit of yeah. a let's just say um like i like to think that you know god created me this way like and i know that according to you know according to the bible and stuff it's like the lord never makes mistakes with his designs and we should like we shouldn't question it because i was given autism for a reason all every single person with autism you see out there has it for a reason like we, we shouldn't be questioning why people are born with this and some people see it as a disability i call it a super ability Yep. A super ability. Because without autism, yep. we probably wouldn't have most of the things we had today. Like, some people back then, some famous people back then had autism. And without them, we would have nothing. But, of course, you got all yep. these people who are, like... I heard some parents out there, after they discover their child has autism... Like, they literally start to kind of hate the child, abuse the child, and I'm like, guys, what the heck? Your par your parental rights should be taken from you. Like, I would... Oh, yeah, that's with many disabilities. I mean, you know, many other disabilities. Yeah, they um, straight up abandon the kid. Handle, I'm and sure. I'm like, okay, we need to get these, like, kids in oh, yeah. proper understanding and loving families, because, like... A child should, like a child with autism or any disability for that matter, shouldn't go through that. They need loving, understanding, you know, parents who have actually done most of their research. So, basically, you know what? Like, what's worse is that I heard that some parents are willing to put their child through something traumatic just to get, quote unquote, get rid of the autism. And they don't care if it hurts the child or even, you know. But, exactly. Exactly. Some people out there. out there even think we're possessed by demons. <laughs> mm. That's not even close. <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> well, we're, we're not possessed by well, Ooga Booga spirits. We're not, <laughs> we're not, like, and we're not that's... even mentally ill either. We're just born with differently wired functioning brains brains yeah. yep yep your brain is wired differently that's all yep no i know um assuming that was your soapbox speech um <laughs> but i totally understand totally understand um so yeah, um, so we're you know we're coming up on a on forty minutes, which I think is, you know, we've caught everybody up on what's going on. Um, we need to figure out. We're gonna Fox and I are gonna think some subject, you know, some topics of what we want to do in these next few weeks. We're gonna try to do. We're gonna try to get back to once a week. Um, I. I would really love to eventually try to get 
other, you know, Aspies on that we can interview and, you know, get to know them and find out how their upbringing was and, um, and just talk about stuff. So I don't know. Is there anything else on your mind? Is there anything that you want to bring up well, in the future? You know, maybe for, future, for topics? future topics, we can talk about, you know, how some people on the spectrum can relate to some character, like t- characters in cartoons who are, who are on the spectrum. And there are oh, some out there that are theorized to have autism, which, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, that sounds good. And then, you know, you were talking about people in the past. Um, probably, you know, because we wouldn't have computers. We wouldn't have all this stuff without a, the autism brain. But people like Tesla. I did not people know like Edison, that. I did not know that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, they would probably... Um, Man, my brain is gone. Uh, Tesla and um, oh, people like Newton, Isaac Newton. Um, Albert Einstein. Who's the other one I'm thinking of? <laughs> yes, uh, Einstein. I'm like, I knew I was thinking. Yes, a lot of them were probably considered, you know, today on the spectrum. But just have that sections of their brains overly wired in specific subjects like Temple Grandin, who literally sees things she thinks in pictures is her thing but she literally can see it in her head um like a slideshow it's insane and they did a brain scan and it shows that that section of her brain and it shows why she can visualize and think that way it's scientifically proven that one section is overly wired and the other section is not like you know certain areas of the brain so that's pretty cool you know maybe we can talk about people in history and and whatnot but um yeah so we're back we've rebranded let's go over that we've rebranded it's aspigab right now um on the podcast apps we have different podcast apps that we are on i know most have been updated so if you're still seeing us as Aspie Girl Gab, um, currently I think Apple Podcast, um, everything is updated on there. I don't know if they've updated the artwork logo. It still may show Aspie Girl Gab, so uh, no reason to freak out as everything, the feed, everything has been updated um, to Aspie Gab. So um, we are on Apple Podcast. The Podbean app, Spotify, Amazon Music, which is Audible, um, iHeartRadio. We are also on, which I don't have a Samsung phone. We all have iPhones. Being a graphic designer, I've always been on Apple. It's just the way it's been. (laughs) Um, That was popular before iPhones were popular. Um, So I've always had Apple. But there is a just like Apple Podcasts, there's a, a Samsung podcast podcast just for Sam, exclusive for Samsung devices. Um, as of today, we should be on there. We are also on Podchaser. So, so many different apps. It's free. You know, you don't have to pay for anything. It's free to listen. 
Um, and I think that's it. We're on Facebook. It is now Aspie Gab, not Aspie Girl Gab. Um, I believe, I think we have a Twitter. We're going to be vamping up the social media. Um, and I think that's about it. So this was just catching up and, you know, whatnot. <laughs> so uh, anything yeah. else that you got going on? Any okay. famous quotes or so, I don't know. To people I'm just reaching like- now. In my opinion, some I think normal people out there really need to not be so hateful and not be so, you know, oh, no, you poor thing. Uh, I guess you can't live on your own or something like that. You know what? Don't get right. Don't be a bad person. Pity. I'm going to say a quote. Um, I forgot where where the quote's from. Um, I think it was either... I think it was one of the old U.S. presidents. I, I forgot. Um, well, I, I just, I think, I think, okay? Oh. I don't remember completely, but okay. um, this quote is basically like, whatever you are, be a good one. And, you know, like, it makes me wonder, like, if normals hmm. heard this quote more often, like, they'll say, hmm, let's see, I'm a human being, so if that quote says, oh, be a good human being, Okay, well, you know, like, I just, that means, yeah, to be a good human being is to basically be there for other human beings, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we're all one herd of sheep no, exactly. on this planet, and we all need to look <laughs> out for each other. Like, we, it doesn't matter if you have, you know, a different kind of wool or, <laughs> yeah, fluff. Or, Fluff. like, in a human's <laughs> case, a differently working no. brain. It doesn't matter. We're all still human beings, and we should help each other as best we can. Yep, I totally agree. All right, so we are signing off, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.